Good morning. It's Mimi Kelly here. Oh boy, I tell you, they say you teach what you need um, to learn. And so I needed to revisit my shout. I just can't tell you how this time is blessing me. I've been up since 5.30 just studying the Word of God and loving every moment. The Bible is an amazing literary piece of work, and I just get so excited when I read it. Anyway, I am back to shout for the chosen ones, foster teens, foster youth who are about to transition into adulthood, any child of God that is homeless. I am here to shout for you. And it is such an honor. And I am having to just put this these podcasts um, in the hands of caregivers and pray to God that they share it with you. So if you're listening to my, my voice, please go on Facebook Writes. Um, Mimi Kelly Writes on Facebook and, and give me a shout out if you can. I would love that. Or you can go to MimiKelly.com and the contact page and send me a personal note. It will come to me. So I set out today, I was going to just share um, a little bit. I ended up writing two pages. I'm not going to share all of it today of how the shout came to me. And the shout came from my big mama, a woman born on red dirt in a little shack in the country in Georgia. And she shared it with me when I was in uh, my early 30s. I had three little boys. I was in Los Angeles. I had just learned that my oldest son had special needs. We later came to find out it was autism. And I was depressed. It was the year of the riots and L.A. smelled like smoke because black folks had gone crazy and and burned down the city pretty much, not gone crazy, but had just erupted in anger with the Rodney King verdict and um, burned the city down. And I just had, for the first time in my life, I've always been a pretty buoyant, spirited person, but for the first time in my life, Um, that year I just felt depressed I just felt like the weight of the world was on me with these three little boys and just learning out learning that one has special needs and for the first time in my life I didn't know if I had what it took um, to be a success you know I had graduated from UCLA my brother had graduated from West Point my mom at the time was um, my Sora mommy Dr. Georgia May was director of military schools um, for Department of Defense, and I knew all these things were expected of me, great things were expected of me. And I just, I was depressed. And so I called my mom in London, luckily my big mama was there, and she answered the phone, and I told her, big mama, I am depressed. Had my mom answered the phone, she would have told me, girl, you know, suck it up and get on the plane and come on over here but my big mama let just let me get it out and she listened and I remember it being a very quiet conversation and after I told her how unhappy I was and how weighted down I felt um, she shared a story with me about how when she was in her teens because she had her first baby at 13 I think 14 how she was crawling around in the forest literally on the floor's floor on her knees looking for berries to eat because they were 
poor and she needed to eat. She was pregnant. Can you imagine? I've been pregnant and being hungry is, is, can be excruciating if you're pregnant because you have a life inside of you who needs to eat. So she's crawling on the floor of the forest looking for berries and she says she starts praying. She starts praying for God to save her because she feels like she's not going to make it. And she starts praying for God to save her. And she says that the word she got from God was that she was to stand up and shout. And she said she did just that. She started to shout. And for some reason, that shout resonated with me. And here we are today. Here I am sharing the shout with the chosen ones, foster teens, and young adults, and homeless um, teens and young adults and women. And so I hope that um, Big Mama is smiling down on us as we shout. So we shine, shine. We, um, yesterday we talked about surrendering today i said i would talk about shining our light in the midst of adversity and standing there's just so much that i want to share but we will stick with shining our light in the midst of adversity and standing tomorrow wednesday we'll talk about having hope thursday we'll just be thankful it'll be a very very short um, gr- shout of gratitude for thanks and Friday we'll top it off with taking charge um, of our shout and living life to the fullest so shine there are so many references in the Bible to shine um, but I take um, John chapter John, the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 12. And it says, As the heavenly bodies shine forth in brightness against the blackness of the night, so the lives of true Christians lighten the moral darkness of the world. So we, there are references over and over again that the chosen ones, you chosen ones, you amazing young chosen ones who are being carved out through these difficult paths are to shine your light in a world that is dark. And so when you are dark, when you're in the midst of darkness is when you shine the most. Um, And I'm going to explain a little bit about shining. Shining your light is not about uh, being arrogant or about showing off fleshly things like cars, degrees, money. Um, It is about having a humble heart and understanding whose you are. And so I'm going to read a little bit from Psalms 139. It says, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know me when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me too lofty for me to attain. And so that is the type of joy that I'm talking about from within that should admit 
uh, God's light. And so it's not an arrogant, it is a very humble, sweet uh, light that can brighten an entire room of darkness. Um, the rest of 139 is just a beautiful passage. I won't read all of it, but he, t but the author talks about even trying to hide from um, the darkness and the light, and he's searching for a place where he can hide. And so it says, where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. Further down, it says, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day for darkness is as light to you. And so with that, knowing that you are a chosen one, knowing that he uh, knitted you together in your mother's womb and he knows everything about you. It's powerful knowledge that should make you walk in a room poised and uh, confident that he stands next to you. And so that's the type of light I'm talking about shining. Um, a very, very humble light. My Bible has these amazing notes. And so um, in Philippians 2.8, it talks about the humility of knowing that you are a chosen one. And it says, but Christ-like humility is manifested in the freedom of God's Son to affirm the fullness of all God has placed in him without needing to flaunt, prove, or push it through self-advancement. Jesus' complete absence of any need to clutch for power or attention is manifested humility. Ooh. I love it. You ain't got to flaunt it. You ain't got to seek attention. You just have to be, okay? Just be. And so it reminds me of the way, if you've ever been around really, really rich people or really, really rich kids, usually they are very reserved. Um, you know, they walk in the room, no labels, no loudness. They just are. They just are rich. And that's how we should think as the chosen ones. We just are. And it doesn't have anything to do with the stuff that we get. It has to do with him knitting us together in our mother's womb. I repeat, it has everything to do with God knowing us and knitting us together in our mother's womb. So when you have this knowledge of how powerful you are as a child of God, as one of the chosen ones, as his beloved, I'm moving around too much while I'm taping. Sorry, guys. It says that in Philippians uh, chapter 2, 14 through 15, do everything without grumbling. I fall short on this. I'm human. Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, we're out of the womb. He's not, we can't see him standing next to us. 
continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure without fault in a warped, warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky. So we actually shine more when we do less. Ooh, I like that. Shine more when we do less because we're giving it to God. And so we don't have to do a whole lot. We don't have to show up and, and seek attention and demand that everything go our way and, you know, be the head of the committee. I'm the head of the committee of something right now. So let me stop saying that. But you get where I'm going. We can be humble. We can be quiet. We can be peaceful. We can be at ease. Okay. I hope this recording turns out okay because I'm stopping and I'm picking back up. So if there are some um, quiet spots, that is why. I had so much. I was so full that I'm having to only pick certain parts to give to you. And I'm about ready to finish it up. So um, I said, Stan, we surrender, we shine our light, and then, doggone it, we stand. And so in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18, it's one of my favorite chapters. It tells the chosen ones, the beloveds of God, how to stand. And the title of it is where the full armor of God. So when you stand, you are equipped to be strong. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his great power. Wear the full armor of God, wear God's armor so that you can fight against the devil's evil trick tricks and I always think about the devil as the word lived backwards devil is lived backwards and so folks who are living backwards okay our fight is not against people on earth. We are fighting against the rulers and authorities and the powers of this world's darkness. We're fighting against the spiritual powers of evil in the heavenly world. That is why you need to get God's full armor. Then on the day when you need to, you'll be able to stand strong and you'll be able to finish the whole fight standing. So stand strong with the belt of truth tied around your waist and the chest wear the protection of right living and on your feet wear the good news of peace to help you stand strong. I like that. Have peace on your feet. So everywhere you walk in every room you enter, you bring peace and also use the shield of faith. With that, you can stop all burning arrows of the evil one remember evil is live backwards devil is past tense lived backwards accept god's salvation to be 
your helmet and take the word of the spirit. That word is the teaching of God. Pray in the spirit at all times. Pray with all kinds of prayers and ask for everything you need. To do, to do this, you must always be ready. Never give up. Always pray for all God's people. And I'm going to say, stand, stand, stand. One of my favorite songs by Donna, Donnie McCurkin is stand. And so I'm going to close it out right there. I'm going to come back tomorrow and I will talk about hope. And I will tell you the last part of my personal shout and why foster youth are always on my heart and why homeless youth are always on my heart. Um, Three or four incidents, I'll tell you the first. My sorry mommy was a social worker when I was a little girl. And one day she brought home um, this little black girl, I was six years old, to play with me. And that day had such an impact on me that um, I grew up always thinking about the welfare of children and whether or not they were getting what they needed. And so, my dear beloved ones, if you are in a foster home or you are in a foster center or a homeless shelter and you are a teen or a young adult, I want you to know that Mommy Kelly has you on your her heart and that God has you embraced in the palm of his hands and he has his arms wrapped around you and you are chosen one and so with that i am going to sign off from the shout and come back tomorrow and we'll talk about having hope and how the shout has given me hope for 27 years i cannot believe it's been that long since my big mama gave me this word So God bless you, stand, shine your light. And if you don't feel like you have the strength to do any of that, just surrender like I did on Sunday. Surrender to bed and stay in my PJs, okay? God bless you. Tomorrow we'll talk about the hope and the overcome. Shout, MimiKelly.com. Mimi Kelly writes on Facebook and Mimi Kelly writes on Instagram. Bye-bye.